Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I am Maggie. I am Wanda. And we are here with an episode called Heir to the Throne. We're going to be talking about our birth order. And by birth order, we mean like order of, of when we were born, because I did not think about that. I thought it was called something else completely. Um, but we're going to have a couple guest stars in today. It's going to be a Maggie family reunion. And Wanda is here with uh, her also family. <laughs> Me, myself, and I family. You know what? That's that's fine, too. I have enough family for us to go around today. Okay, let's get us started with some quarantine updates. Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So, special thanks. Shout out to Maggie for introducing me to stars on Disney+. Plus. So apparently now you can turn on stars on Disney Plus and you get access to like more TV shows and movies, including ABC Family, which I just found out was owned by Disney, which is great because you get to watch all those like, I don't know what they're called, like teen, but not teen, like millennial rom-com type TV shows where there's like a laugh, like sitcoms. Sitcoms, yeah. Yeah, specifically geared towards millennials. And those are great because it's like trashy movies, but trashy TV. It seems like too trashy for me. Like I know my friends also talk about Baby Daddy a lot and Melissa and Joey. And I'm always like, ugh, it seems like too trash. It's, like, I need some good quality trash. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also you who watches like bad Netflix Christmas movies. Yeah, that's just because it's Christmas. It's like you're in the season for it. You got to watch it. It's, I don't know, I actually kind of like it. Like, I think it's, they really do, they play on, like, the typical TV tropes and everything, but they really do a good job of building up the characters. Also, I don't like um, laugh tracks. I think that's oh, a big thing for me, too. How do I know when to laugh or when something's funny if there's no laugh track? Y yes, but also <laughs> I very rarely laugh at TV shows. Like, I'll find it amusing or I'll exhale through my nose. Yeah. A, yeah. I think maybe it's like the type of humor too, like more slapstick in a way. What is slapstick and humor? Slapstick, I think, is just like to me it seems like cheap humor. Like like maybe physical, like very like nothing clever in no. there. No, it's that's not I think slapstick is. Well, if that's how you're describing what ABC family TV shows are, it's not that. Like, they're more of, like, the play on words, like, the witty kind of humor. Like, what slapstick, to me, based on your definition, is, like, stepbrothers, which is, like, anything Will Ferrell, which is anything I don't like. Um, okay, I just quickly Googled slapstick humor from my loud keyboard noises. And it's a style of humor involving exaggerated physical activity that exceeds the boundaries of normal physical comedy. So, no, oh, that's like jackass. Yeah, I would say so. Like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is still a sitcom, no? But is it? Or is it a situational comedy? Wait, that's what a sitcom is, isn't it? Wait, okay. Remember how we had we had a debate about this where The Office was not a sitcom? It's a mockumentary. And then isn't that what Brooklyn Nine-Nine is, too? Brooklyn Nine-Nine is not a mockumentary. But it's not a sitcom, but it is. Producers of NBC and any television network, please leave a comment below to tell us what the difference is between a sitcom and a normal TV show. Yeah. Is your show a sitcom? Do you want to sponsor us? Hit us up. What's your update for this week? Um, so I've been going through a Marvel marathon, if you will, only because WandaVision has triggered it. And I was like, oh, shit, there's like a lot of stuff that I'm missing. Um, so I've started watching it on Disney Plus in timeline order. I have skipped over a couple movies. I'm sorry, Ant-Man. I love you, Paul Rudd. 
Um, but it's a little hard to watch. But I was watching Iron Man 3 a few weeks ago. Not a few weeks ago, a few days ago. Sorry, it feels like weeks. Um, and I was like, yo, like, Ad- Aldrich Killian, the bad guy in Iron Man 3, is, like, very attractive. And I know he looks kind of like a douchebag. But something about him, I'm just like, damn, Guy Pierce is like a fine man. Very good looking. Way to go. And I made a poll on Twitter and Instagram to see if people agreed because Wanda did not agree with me. Um, in fact, she shamed me and, and verbally booed me. Um, and it turns out Twitter and Instagram agreed. <laughs> um, we were at 50% on Instagram. Uh, I think like six people ended up voting. And then three of them were from me. Well, no, two of them were from me. One was from my friend. Everyone else said no. What the hell? And everyone on Twitter, too, said no. So uh, I guess the the results are in. Uh, Aldrich Killian is not hot, but he is to me. And that's what counts. Yeah, I feel like that was a lost cause. We'll insert a picture right here. Tell um, me if you think he's hot, because uh, I do. He is not. His okay, take a look at his teeth. I'm a teeth person, so one of the first things I notice on people are their teeth. And he Two. has like his teeth are not like buck teeth, but they're not great. Like I don't know what's wrong with them, but there's just something that's off about them. It just doesn't. It just doesn't do it for me. And then when you like zoom in close to his face, like his eyes are kind of droopy. Like who am I to judge him? But those are my reasons for why I don't agree with Maggie. Like I honestly think that he looked better back in like the 1999 from like iron man 3 where he was like wild and untamed with his hair like grown out and everything when he was like a crippled man yeah but like he had like there was like a niceness about him you know like i felt bad for him but like i didn't feel bad for like the ceo version of him i didn't feel bad for him i was like damn you're you're attractive like your personality shit yeah your teeth aren't great um, yeah, your hair is not great, but for some reason, I'm just really attracted to it. Would you, you know that like Marilyn Monroe quote, it's like, you don't like me at my worst, you don't get me at my best or whatever. Would you have waited the like 10, 15 years from him to go from the 1999 version of him to like the CEO version of him? Let me clarify. I think he would shoot any, his character, I think, would shoot any potential love interest. Like, he's very all about me kind of thing. You know that trope where, like, the ugly person becomes hot and then, like, they're, like, they're in the movies, they're supposed to be, like, nice and stuff. But in reality, they're just still an asshole. Um, so I think maybe he would still be an asshole and uh, I would not wait 10 years. I would not want to be with him, but I can respect him that he is very attractive. Basically, there's, like, no redeeming qualities to him. And you're like, yeah. yeah, that's what I like. Yeah. Okay. I understand that this makes me look bad <laughs> and that I cannot reason with the general public. Trust me. Well, just look at the picture. Just tell me what you guys think. I think he's really good looking. It's like art, you know? You don't want to get with art. You just think it's like a beautiful piece of art. I have also been watching the Marvel movies in order. And I've watched every single one so far, even though there's like a bunch of them I don't like. My general thing is like, I don't seem to like the second movie i don't like thor dark world mm. i didn't like iron man 2 don't like winter soldier jordan How doesn't skip you? movies even though he was like the winter soldier is a very bad character and he's very teen and angsty and everything and like he's supposed to be like a That's super another crush of mine. Rem- seeing a pattern here <laughs> 
I remember that. So when we were watching Winter Soldier, I was like, hey, do you think this man is attractive referring to the Winter Soldier? And then he's like, no, why would you ask that? And I'm like, because Maggie thinks so. <laughs> Maggie has very trash taste in guys, apparently. <laughs> I think he's so, oh my God, the trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh my God, he is so beautiful. I mean, I hate it here. I hate this. <laughs> Didn't like the Winter Soldier, like the second Captain America. I yeah. think that one was really good. Yeah, it's one of my least favorite Marvel movies. I don't know why. It's just the whole like inner struggle with like the Winter Soldier and Captain America and the whole like Hydra within Shield thing. It was just like, eh, such like real people problems. I don't think I watch it for the plot. I'll be honest. <laughs> I think it's more like it's entertainment, you know, it's like escapism. I want to have fun when I watch it. Like, yeah, they're not great movies, but I think the Winter Soldier, like, I really like the fight scenes. And I know people don't really like them because there's too many jump cuts. But yes. Like, I, I like it. I think it's too realistic. I don't get the same escapism that you get from, like, the other movie. Right now, corruption is very real. And this could happen to our own government. You're saying the government has a winter soldier lying around. Uh, Project MK Ultra, like, come on. Like, you cannot say that there's not something hidden somewhere that could potentially lead to a winter soldier or like a breed of superhuman people. I will be upset if it comes out only because I think our insurance rates will go through the roof. Yeah, imagine trying to compete with, like, a super soldier on insurance. Your rate is $1,000 a week. <laughs> you mean you get the common cold? Wow, <laughs> week much? Yeah, the Winter Soldier would just walk it off. There's a thing, too, that, that Captain America was saying um, when he was trying to give his, like, pep speech um, in Ultron. And he was like, if you get killed, walk it off. And I'm like, damn, I am not meant for this crowd. <laughs> I think it's, like... When I was watching that, I was like, wow, Captain America, not only is he, like, strong, tall, like, good at fighting, like, he didn't have any of these skills before, but he's also a good public speaker. Charismatic. He's America's golden boy. That's why he's Captain America. Did the charisma come with the injections, or was the charisma always there? I think it's always kind of been there, but I think it's, like, now that he's, like, more confident and secure and knows his place in the world, that gives him, like, the extra charisma. Is it confident or secure, or is it because he's conventionally attractive? I think he was attractive too before. Have he you seen like, his CGI'd his... head on the tiny body? Yeah, okay, the body wasn't attractive, but like the face. No, it was it... still like Chris Evans. No, but his face on the body didn't work. Yeah, like, the body didn't work, but the no, no, head no, 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 was no. fine. <laughs> but if you put the head... Okay, you have to look at it holistically. You can't just look at him No, I refuse. <laughs> I won't do it. His head didn't make sense. Like, his head looked too old for the body. Like, it looked like it was, like, a 30-year-old person's head on, like, a 15-year-old's body. Yes. Like, it was very and, weird. And the voice, it didn't match up. Yeah. Like, yeah, but also we're we're not talking realistic here, okay? We're we're talking hypothetical. I think his face only works on the fact that he's a six two six foot two man and he is very jacked. I think that's the only reason why his face works on his body. If Chris Evans is watching this, just know that I would die for you. 
Also, I think like huge kudos to the Marvel actors because like it's grown so much. Like from I was reading stuff about Iron Man 1 and it's been like, well, Iron Man 1 apparently was like its own indie movie. Like Robert Downey Jr. like funded it. Like it was a mess. They had like no plot line going on. Um, but like I was watching it again. I'm like, holy shit, like this is actually really well developed. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a good movie. Um, so I'm really impressed with them. And it's grown so much that now they have like so much CGI, like special effects. And, like, all the actors, you have to do it in front of a green screen now. Like, it's hard for you to really, like, know what's going on behind you. Like, you have to really rely on the director or whoever's there with you to tell you, like, what's going on in the background. Like, explosion. Like, two o'clock. Like, turn around. Be surprised. Like, ah, someone's about to pierce you. So I think that's, like, phenomenal acting on them because I'm a really bad actor and I need to, like, go off my environment or, like, people around me. So the fact that they can just act like that and like these are very talented people like yeah they're like huge big star name people but they're very talented go them did you hear about the thing where even the extras in marvel movies have now been like cataloged so that like the same extra could show up in like multiple different movies just to continue like the plot line that's really good and I think it just goes to show, like, Kevin Feige, I, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's how you pronounce it, but he's, like, really good at his job. Like, I think that's why DC Universe is failing compared to Marvel, because they don't have, like, yeah. that whole project manager who, like, has an eye for continuity like that. He was, like, hired in the first place to produce because he was, like, a big Marvel fan. So imagine, like, the child version of him, like, how happy he must be internally. Oh, all those years of bullying have paid off. Assuming he was bullied for reading comic books, which I I think when he was younger, that was pretty normal. Like comic books were like a big thing. Yeah, I think they stopped being a big thing around our age. Like I read a few comics here and there, but it's coming back. Yeah, it it is coming back. I think it's hard to find comics because I found mine at like secondhand bookstores. Mm -hmm. Also, when I say comics, I mean Garfield. Sorry, I should have specified. I was thinking like superhero comics, but I read like one or two, but like it was hard to find them. I would have read them if I had found them, but like I can only get my hands on like Babysitter's Club, Garfield, Calvin and Hobbes, um, the Sweet Valley High twins. I find like um, like comic comics like hard to follow, like superhero comics. Like there's so much like how do it's not like left to right always, you know? Like something's like there's like a middle of the page thing and then like something happens in this corner. So it's like I have trouble focusing on like the order and paying attention to like what if I missed something? Or like what if I read something that was supposed to be like a plot twist first and I'm like, oh man, I spoiled it for myself. Oh man, if this confuses you, wait till you hear about manga. <laughs> I remember when I was little, I picked one up and like, it's like the opposite way, right? You read it the opposite way, but I read it the traditional, like conventional <laughs> way. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm so confused. Like, I don't get it. And I never read manga again. <laughs> On to our bow, 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 beef of the week. Wanda, tell the people what beef you got. My beef of the week is that sound. Just kidding. <laughs> that was really mean. Um. My beef is with Amazon Prime, just continuing on with the whole uh, streaming service thing, I guess. So Amazon Prime doesn't seem to kick off the last person who joined or prevent like another person from watching. Okay, so imagine a queue, right? And a person joins the queue to watch a show and then another person joins. 
and then another person joins. But when the fourth person joins, it doesn't stop the fourth person from joining the line. Instead, it kicks off one of the first people who joined. Like, why? Why does it do that? Why does it just not prevent the fourth person from joining instead of kicking somebody else off? Um, I don't know what to tell you here. <laughs> I cannot offer any support. But have you, ha- of- have you experienced that recently? Like, when I'm watching something on Prime and then, like, it's gone? It literally says, like, too many devices or, like, too many, like, Oh. Um, no. Oh. <laughs> why does it just happen to me? And it's like, but I was here first. Like, why are you kicking me off? Like, wouldn't it make sense for you oh. to just not let the next person in? Because if you, okay, for example, if you go on Netflix and there's too many people watching, they'll just tell you, like, hey, there's too many people watching. And you're like, cool. Mm. But it doesn't do that for Prime. It just kicks one of the first few people off and it lets the next person watch. But I found that if you refresh it, it usually lets you back on. Because you're the new one. <laughs> because you're the new person. So it kicks someone off, else off and then it's like, oh, that's not my problem anymore. Why doesn't Disney have autoplay? That's the other thing. Oh, yeah. That's a really good point. Like, it seems like one of the most basic features. Like, yes, I know they're still, like, learning and growing. And the fact, like, why is there so many streaming services in the first place? Like, I'm all for healthy competition. But if you're going to compete with Netflix... Get your stuff together. I don't like that I have to pay for so many streaming services. Yeah. But, uh, it's basically cable now. So my beef of the week is actually YouTube. Oh. And I know this is kind of weird. So my mom watches like a lot of YouTube. Like oh. a lot. Um, And somehow she's she went on the conservative side of YouTube, guys. Like she someone at YouTube in the algorithm, has introduced Ben Shapiro to my mother. So maybe my beef of the week is Ben Shapiro now. I really do not like Ben Shapiro. I was sleeping in yesterday and my mom woke me up to tell me about this guy named Ben something. And then she showed me a picture of him. And I said, disgusting. You woke me up to show me this. This is blasphemy. Mother, no. And apparently he was weighing in on stuff about The Bachelor that was happening. Um... (laughs) And I'm like, what is he commenting about? Like, stay in your lane. Like, no one likes you. Stop it. And my mom was saying, like, how does he have so many views on YouTube? Like, he must have an audience. Like, people must love him or agree with him. And I'm like, yeah, because America's full of, like, people like him. Like, there are a lot of extremists out there or racist, bad people. Do not be one of them, mother. We do not support Ben Shapiro. Like, go quickly Google him. Read about his views on, like, homosexuality, on abortion, on literally anything. He is the worst. Um, That's my beef of the week. I'm not even going to get into the stuff about The Bachelor because we'll be here all episode. That's funny because, like, my dad fell down the same rabbit hole. Not, like, with Ben Shapiro, but just the whole YouTube right extremists kind of thing. Yeah, I honestly blame YouTube for it. I mean, I really shouldn't because, like, the views were maybe already there in a way. It's just YouTube gave them that little push yeah, to how- go, like, a step further. Yeah, it like, before my dad discovered YouTube, he was fine. Anyways, that wraps up my beef of the week. Good wrap up. Moving on to our topic. Um, like we said, this is really going to be, like, a, a birth order episode. Um and my family, I guess, will be will be stopping by here and there. We got some guest appearances from my nephew, um, my older brother. I'm going to be making the quotes for him. I remember his answers. 
Um, we got my younger brother coming. We got my cousin coming. Family friend. I just call her cousin. It's just easier. Um, but first, we're going to be talking about our birth order. Wanda, tell the people what your birth order is in your family. I am the oldest and only child of my and family. Youngest. And youngest. Oldest, middle, youngest. <laughs> I am all. I am all of the above. Um, which is like pretty easy to guess, like realistically, if you've been listening for the past few episodes, you would very much realize that I am an only child and exhibit only child tendencies. So we were reading this website the other day, actually, to get to know more about birth order. Um, and there are some actually some stereotypes that I think you really fit into. What are the firstborn personality types or like generic personality types for a firstborn slash only? I think the I think firstborn and only it's like slightly different, right? Let's say there's a Venn diagram and it's like in this like one side is like firstborn and one side is like only child. I think the firstborn does like there is a middle where they share similar traits because there was a period of time where they were the only child, right? But then I think some traits develop separately for a firstborn child because then you lose all the attention from your parents and you have to take care of yourself and all of that fun stuff. Okay, what are the generic personality types of an only child? So they say that it's maturity, perfectionism, uh, conscientiousness, diligence, and natural-born leaders. Uh, what is conscientiousness? Uh, I think it's like you're you're very... Um... Like you're very aware of your surroundings, like you're very sensitive or oh. in tune with other people's um, like mindsets oh. or, or also like you're a peacemaker. Let me let me look this up so that we don't look stupid. Uh, quality of wishing to do one's work or duty well thoroughly. I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> Tend to be efficient and organized as opposed to easygoing and disorderly. You want to do a task well. That oh, that is totally you. I am got that so wrong. So I guess with mine, yes, I exhibit all of these traits. I am an only child. I am privileged. You know, you know what's funny? Like I think when I met you or something, we were on this topic. Like we had this discussion. I don't know if I had it with you or someone else, but I was like, oh yeah, like one, it's definitely an only child. Like you can just tell. Like with certain people, you can just tell that they're an only child, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean that as like like a statement you know like like you exhibit the only child of personality traits which come to mind are like things that are like you know exactly what you want like you and I think self-reliant too but I think also like there is a sense of privilege around it yeah 100% I mean this just goes back to I think it was like episode three where I was like some people just seem like they're horoscopes like some people are just so very much Leos and it's just like yeah what is what about you what is your natural order um so i am a middle child um i am also the only girl so that's something else we have to consider too in this um debate or analysis <laughs> um middle child generally like they tend to be ignored in the family because like they're you know in the middle they're like there's things to overlook the older one has like a lot more responsibility a lot more pressure the younger one is kind of like the baby of the family, so you have to look out for them more. The middle child is expected to be like self-reliant or like the one who's like gets gets their shit together. Like, we don't want to look at you. Just do it. Just get the job done. Um, 
So I think they, they tend to go ignored or they tend to be like the mediators, I think, in the family. Like they they don't want to upset the balance and they want to make things right. That's how I see it. Like the peacemakers. But also I'm really biased because I'm the only child. Um, and from this website that we were reading, middle, child's, middle, middle children tend to be people pleasers, somewhat rebellious, thrives in friendships, has large social circles, and peacemakers. I think that's me. I think all of that is me. It's funny because they say like rebellious and peacemakers because we had a teacher back in high school who was like, oh, middle childs either end up in prison or become teachers. Ha, that's so funny. <laughs> so really covering both sides of that spectrum. Yeah, l- literally my choices when I graduated high school. Hmm, prison or teacher. I pursued none, but still. <laughs> That's why every single day you struggle with your identity. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn it, do I belong in prison right now? For legal reasons, I cannot explain why I think I'm somewhat rebellious. Can you tell that I'm a middle child? Like, if you were to meet me off the streets or, like, see someone, you're like, yeah, you're definitely a middle child. Um, I don't think if, like, I think I would have to talk to you a little bit to for, you, for me to find out that you're a middle child. Yeah, true. Me and my older brother, Hugh, have, like, a nine-year age difference yeah which is me and my younger brother are two year age difference which is kind of why i think you also have a little bit of like older child like symptoms as well just because like he was like already grown pretty much by the time that you were like functional as a kid yes that is that is a very good point what was it like growing up as the only child it was cool i got all the attention i actually okay so i guess this is like the best indication of why i am an only child and my personality is an only child i'm pretty sure i told my mom not to have more children and i would like (laughs) throw them out a window because i really didn't want siblings wait back up back up you told your mother that if she had a child you threatened that you would throw the baby the uh, the baby outside the window yes i think i was like 12 years old (laughs) and your mother did not take you to a mental institution after this or get you for a psyche eval no i think that's just you know just only child thing (laughs) yeah to be fair a 12 year age difference is like insane yeah Um, so i I guess i can't blame you but also like hey you need are you okay yes (laughs) i just like i think it's like when you're used to it like when you're just used to being an only child it's kind of weird to have like another sibling like even now like I don't think I missed out on anything from not having siblings and if I were to go back to 12 year old me would I make the same decision yes I would I don't see it so I see siblings as like co-workers who are also suffering with a stressful boss but that's just because you've been fighting a lot with them yeah I should specify my younger brother um mostly because like we're I think locked it the third lockdown hit us really hard um, and because like winter and everything, so you're like you're stuck inside. You're gonna go crazy. You see each other twenty four seven. I found the best way to get through that is just to like not talk to them. That's what my mom said too. <laughs> Are you my mom? <laughs> your mom, me and my, me and your mom have been texting. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every time I go rant to her about my brother, she's just just like don't talk to him. Like just ignore him. Like why do you need to talk to him? And I'm like if he starts it, I'm gonna end it. Like. He, <laughs> 
like he he can't walk away thinking he can say this shit to me. Like I'm gonna school him right now where he stands. <laughs> it doesn't work out that way. <laughs> yeah, like so I don't have to deal with any of that, which is like kind of nice. The only downside is that like I have to work when like if I had more siblings, maybe they would like we could take turns like working for like my dad instead of just me mm. alone working you know like we could trade off holidays and everything no no we wouldn't even be able to do that you wouldn't because no. my mom just says all of you work on a holiday what are you yes. saying <laughs> yeah that is true <laughs> never mind i take that back but yeah great i really enjoyed it and would not have it any other way i don't know if you feel the exact same way about being a middle child though no i agree i wouldn't have it any other way like really um, I mean, only because I don't know what it's like to be the oldest or the youngest. I would imagine it would suck to be either. Actually, I would prefer to be the youngest. I, I think, think you that. would have gotten treated better as the youngest. <laughs> like, I think I, you would have become more of, like, the apple of your mom's eye. Like, more so now kind of thing. Because, like, if you are the youngest and, like, let's say your situation's exactly the same, like, you have a job, like, you, like, help out and everything, everyone'd be like, wow, she's so helpful. She's so, like, independent and mature and everything, you know? I like to think that my parents do that now. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, it's just, <laughs> but, I think. Yeah, you're right there's a stereotype that comes with being like the youngest child that if they do something it's more uh, it's like magnified i guess because it's like oh we don't expect yeah. this from you yeah i can i can see that like when i did things that were i don't know I, that i did things that i thought were common sense my mom was like oh my god he never did this thing like this is so new to me like i can't believe you're doing this things like buying like secondhand textbooks like or like working till close with my mom or like looking like reading about university insurance stuff like that my mom was like oh my god you guys have insurance like oh my god i didn't know this was a thing like he didn't tell me at all he left me out of the process and he didn't go to his own graduation but like that's different point of views there i'm not even gonna get into that so i think you're right to an extent and it, it probably did make nick look bad in comparison to me yeah. but when like when I like brought this up to my mom and I was like how come I'm expected to know all these things and like they don't have to like what's what's the deal here and my mom was like oh it's because they're boys like all they do is argue like I don't want to talk to them and I'm like what so I should have just made your life hell or difficult then you would have left me alone too like what is this yeah what is this double-edged sword here maybe if you were more rebellious God it would have been better for you I think it's because both my brothers were, like, a little bit more rebellious than me. Like, they, they had, like, a lot more trouble with teen angst and <laughs> puberty than I did. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna, like, calm down. Like, I, I, I don't want any trouble here, officer. I'm just going <laughs> along my way. <laughs> but, like, think about if you're the youngest and then both your brothers are, like, trouble. And then, like, you and you're, like, not that much trouble. And then, like, in comparison, you look great, right? Yes, that is true. But also, because I'm a girl, will they really care? Yeah. I think the other thing would have been like, I think your brothers would have treated you a little bit better if you were the youngest. Yeah, they treat me like garbage. They don't appreciate <laughs> me. 
Um, anyone out there who's looking for another sister, hit me up. So to help us answer some more questions about birth order, we have my younger brother by two years here. Um, his name is Nicholas. Um, Nicholas, say hi to the people. Hello. And uh, <laughs> thanks for having me here. I'm very excited to be on the podcast. He's not a longtime listener or a fan, really. Not at uh, all. That's kind of rude. So really, he shouldn't be here at all. But I guess he knows more about it than Hugh does. Um, so a lot of people have said that me and Nicholas look alike. Um, I do not see it. I actually get offended when people say that. Um, so let us know in the comments if you think we look alike. Wanda, do you think we look alike? I think you guys look very different now. What do you mean now? Is it the hair? I just got my hair cut a few days ago. It's probably that. When he was younger, I think you guys looked more similar. But like, I mean, he looks more like you. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I've gone that many times. Nicholas, we have some serious questions for you today. Yes, and I'm ready to answer them. So, for context, I had asked Nick to record his answers ahead of time, um, but he sounded really sad, real depressed about being the youngest child. So, we're getting him live today. So, what is it like growing up as the youngest child? I think growing up as the youngest child, uh, there's a lot of things that are, I, I would say are beneficial in terms of convenience. Um, I, I think that the treatment is very unfair from the older siblings. So when I had asked Hugh about this, Hugh had said it was a lot of responsibility. And he used the Vietnamese word ngung, which means to like, to not to share, but to give it to them. Like everything you have, you have to give to them, which is fair. Hugh did that mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and for our representative of an oldest child, we have my nephew, Kalen who had recorded himself. So let me just play this. Okay, Kaylin, what is it like growing up as the oldest child? It was, it was good to be first. Like, you have your moments. And and it was, it was nice. It's nice to have. Do you like being the oldest child? Yes, like Daddy said, it has its good, it has its bad. But I'm so glad to be older. It, it gives you... It gives you some advantages, some disadvantages. And you can also say, you can also say, yeah, your daddy's right. You can boss them around. <laughs> that was our, our in-house oldest child. Um, no, I, he's, I like his choice of words. Like he, he is very smart for a kid his age. Yeah, he is very eloquent. How old is he? Yeah. He is nine yeah, yeah. for nine-year-old wow he's turning yeah. nine this year i should say so he's, he's very political in his response <laughs> well spoken <laughs> he does not want to shake the boat here yeah honestly he spoke better than i did when i was like 14 he speaks better than me now yeah let's petition to replace K- maggie with kaylin on the podcast okay i would listen to that we just need to replace me with a female. We already have Jordan replacing me. Now we have Kaylin replacing me. Where is the female representative here? Me. Mm. I like how he says was. Like, as I, as I was the only child. Or was the <laughs> oldest child. Like, he it's isn't like, There's going to be a new oldest child. Watch out, Kaylin. <laughs> or Watch he, your back. <laughs> yeah. Or he's like, something happened to his, like, little brother or something. You know that Arthur and DW meme? Oh, and I, I know the full quote. It's um, maybe there's a race for, old, uh, for lonely children. And Arthur jumps in and says, 
No, it's only children. Like a lonely child is what you're going to be when I sell you. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, okay, so what would you say were the issues of growing up as the youngest child, Nicholas? Uh, as the youngest child, uh, it's very apparent that you're babied constantly. Being treated as the youngest, uh, in our Asian culture, we're really taught to respect our elders just based off age you know like it's it's a very common thing you respect your elders you know like the the you don't respect your grandparents why are you looking at me like that i respect my grandparents but not like not like someone a couple years older than me no no the the whole thing is that the older you, you are respect the more, me tell me right now do you respect to me? some degree i have to respect you it, it doesn't be it's not a matter of whether or not i like you as a person i respect you as an older sibling that's that's what <laughs> it comes down to because that's how our culture is. We we have to respect our elders. The oldest commands more respect. They 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 can boss you around because that's what they have to do. Yesterday I came downstairs and I was like, "Hey, what's this pile of clothes?" And you were like, "Oh, well, someone didn't wash my clothes." Well, it's because you're like, kind of "You know what? That? You can wash your own clothes." I'm like, "All right." I shouldn't even be washing your clothes. Uh, It it mostly goes that because our culture is based around actually respecting our elders. I think the the exact inverse is also true, that the younger you are, the sort of more naive they they feel you are. And because of that, they just respect you less. Just from um, just naturally. uh, I don't think it has anything to do with like how I act or anything. Okay, how I act is a big part of it. They do respect me a bit less because of that. But aside from that, I do think that... um, because I'm a, a younger person in the family, I do have less respect. Disclaimer, I was not crying because I thought it was sad. <laughs> I was laughing over the respect thing that Nick was talking about. Because if you've listened to Maggie at all, all she does is complain about the fact that Nick doesn't respect her. And it's kind of funny to hear it from another point of view being like, yes, you have to respect your older sibling. <laughs> of course I have to. I don't want to. And it's it's kind of fun to just poke fun at her and stuff like that but of course like as the oldest sibling as the older sibling i have to respect her to some degree would you respect her more if she was a guy no i don't give a shit okay like i i respect hugh in the sense of he's the oldest so he does his adult stuff but i respect maggie in the sense of she's older than me so she knows more too run to your head who do you respect more yeah me or hugh hugh he's the oldest He's the one who took care of us as kids. Obviously, I'm going to respect him more. Wow, Maggie, step up. Who do I respect more? Someone who just, who, older sibling by two years, someone who literally wiped my ass when I was a kid. There is only so much I can do when I'm two years older. (laughs) There's this, like, John Mulaney quote where it's, like, how he had a 13-year-old babysitter when he was, like, 11. And he was, like, this is essentially getting a horse to babysit a dog. Earlier, I was, like, at 12 years old, like, if I got a sibling, I would throw it out the window. I think that's part of the reason why. Because, like, you have to raise the child as, like, if there's that big Mm. of an age gap. And it's, like, I am not responsible enough for raising a child. This is is too much responsibility. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hugh took care of us as kids, so uh, I think to some degree, Hugh did raise us. Yeah, I think the oldest child, in a way, is like the third parent. So, would you prefer to be the youngest child or the only child, or another place in the rank? No, the place I would still prefer to be the youngest, just based off my own experiences. So it's a little more biased from my side as the youngest, saying I would do it again. Um. I think hands down, I would prefer to have siblings just because it keeps things interesting. I feel that as a lonely 
as an only child I might be a lonely child yeah really yeah that was it I was jumping ahead of myself there that I might be uh, a little more lonely in the house without other siblings that you can just bother and annoy vice versa too so you have your ups and downs you can bother them they can bother you too and then Maggie did you say you wanted to stay the middle child I did wow okay I think everyone's just a little more biased towards their own like position as it is already that's what I said I said the exact same thing that I because maybe I haven't experienced like the oldest and the youngest, but like middle child wasn't so bad. I think there are pros and cons to each. I am more inclined to the middle child. Aside from already being the youngest, if I had to, if you had to give me a choice and exclude being the youngest, I think I would go for the middle child just because I think they, the, the oldest has the most responsibility and I just, I'm not about that. I just want to stay as far away as possible from that. So less responsibility is better. I'll go for the middle child. I would like to see what the youngest child lives like, because I think, I mean, I, I think I got the best of both worlds, but I never really got like the youngest child experience because someone didn't give me enough time. Um, two years. That's all you got. Take it or leave it. Yeah. I was barely alive at, when I was two. So neither of you would be only children. No, I don't think so. I, I think having other siblings to bounce off of is really helpful for just. I I think about it a lot, like being an only child. Like, Why do you think about it a lot? But also I think culture has a lot to play in it too, because we're, we're like still an Asian household. Like we, we don't show emotion. Like saying mm. I love you. Mm. No, that's, no, that's gross. Don't do it. <laughs> that's gross. Maggie hugged me once over the past five years and it was just Chinese New Year's and it, I want to vomit. That's why I think you cursed us. That's why I think we're having such bad luck. Yeah, you rejected I mean, we had bad hug. luck for the past year, dude. No, we've had like really bad luck inside our house. So what you're saying is that him rejecting your hug was the reason that the COVID-19 pandemic happened. Yeah, yes. retroactively did it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't push her away, but I just I didn't like embrace and hug her back. It was just like we were okay. fighting, and I said I'm sorry, and he w- did not accept my apology. No, your so apology was think... I'm sorry for the way you reacted. Kind of apology. Okay, guys, this is not a therapy was. session. It <laughs> is a therapy session, Wanda. No, it's apologize I, to me. Let let me hear her apology. I I wrote in my class. I was like, oh, therapy is expensive, but starting a podcast isn't. Okay, next question from Kaylin. Even though it sometimes would save me from some fights and scars, it still would be better. It would be very lonely. So I have to say, I would prefer being still having a sibling. That was Gibson. (laughs) Not as eloquent. That perfectly described how I was feeling. Um, Again, Kaylin nailed it on the head. Um, That was really good of him. Very eloquent. Also, I just want to point out scars. And battles, like they fight a lot because they're younger. I think that's that's how it is when you have younger siblings. Like you go through a period of fighting like a lot, like they're your worst enemy, and then you grow out of it when you get older and you're like, Oh, this person's not that bad. We can have a normal conversation without fighting. Yeah, just just verbal fighting instead. Hmm. I think in Asian households, like if you fight, like you walk it off. Like you're not yeah, gonna have to. You you're not gonna like talk it through or anything you're like okay whatever it's a, a fight like you're not over yet that happened two seconds ago like i'm on to do something else now um, yeah i think i think that's how it kind of has to be is it the same in your household wanda what like fights when you have a fight with your family do you keep bringing it up like do you forgive them like how is there an end to the fight there's never an end forgive never forget yes that is our motto I do. 
I just, and ruin yeah. the day. <laughs> Neville. Moving on to sibling fights, I had asked Kalen um, how often he fights with his younger brother, Gibson, or Gibby. And this was Kalen's response. About every day. Oh, no. Who who starts the fights, though? Me! Usually <laughs> it's Gibson's actions, but I usually start the fight. Who ends the fights? Is there an end to the fight? And I think the end is just when they calm down. I don't think there really is an ending. That was beautiful. Do um, you but... pick fights with Nick, Maggie? Yes. Yeah, but I think we, we kind of pick fights with each other, like, depending on what it is. Um, I like that he said there wasn't an end to the fights because we were just saying there is literally no end. Like, you're not going to get the ending you want. You have to compromise in that sense. But mm-hmm. I think that's the same in kind of every household. There is no end to the fight. You just walk it off, as Captain America says. You get, you die, just walk it off. Yep. I said that before. Wow. <laughs> wow, you can really tell you're related. Okay, with that being said, do you think that you have youngest child personality traits, which includes fun-loving, uncomplicated, manipulative, outgoing, attention-seeking, and self-centeredness? Uh, I, I see that subtle head nod there, May. I genuinely don't think that I'm um, the last two, uh, attention-seeking and self-centered, as much as siblings might disagree with that i find that in my own friend groups and how i act with my own group of people uh i'm not really like that at all the, the fun loving uncomplicated part is 100 true but I, I generally don't try to make myself like the center of attention i don't really i like kind of blending in with the background with, with just my own sort of interactions but in i think our sibling dynamic uh i am the most self-centered when it comes to that yeah, I am glad you clarified that because I was going to school you so hard on the spot. Yeah, that, that's a fair comparison, I think, compared to like me and Hugh. I think you are the most self-centered, the more self-centered one, I should say, between the two of us. Attention-seeking, not so much, though. I think attention-seeking attention seeking is more of Hugh. Well, who am I in this? Where do I fit in this equation? Why am I always cast aside? You're the middle child. Okay, so then do both of you think that Hugh is reliable, conscientious, structured, cautious, controlling, and achieving. Yes. No comment. Yes. Uh, To the positives and the negatives there, uh, I do think that Hugh is the most reliable out of all of us to some degree. Uh, Next is Maggie. Hugh does have like a firstborn qualities. Him and and Sarah, his wife, they're both firstborn. So they get along. They, They rant about their younger siblings. So would you say Nick is the biggest flake out of all of you? Actually, no, I think flaking is a big family thing. You think I'm kidding, but I'm not. See how none of us are laughing? (laughs) Wait, who, if we have an appointment, who's going to be more late? Like when we have, yeah, cute, cute for sure. He's always the latest. Yep. Well, to be fair, he has kids. No, no, even when the kids aren't coming, he'll just be like third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still going to be the late one. Yeah, he's still going to be the late one. Um, That's kind of weird. Um. Yeah, surprisingly Maybe try so. fixing that as a family. Uh, and it's it's a little oh, too late you. now. <laughs> yeah, it's a little too late now that he's got his own family. We're not like, hey, stop, you know, we were stop the cycle. <laughs> uh, if it's very important, I think we all take it very seriously. But if it's like something not that important, we're like, we're gonna take our sweet ass time. Yeah. Also, maybe it goes back to the whole attention seeking thing. Like, you know, fashionably late. Look at me. You gotta wait for me. It's my schedule. That's my mom's attitude towards it. 
She's like, I don't care. It's my time. I'm going to do whatever I want. That's her thing. Does she have siblings? She's yes. the youngest. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I see where it comes from. Do you think gender plays a part in like the birth order? 100%. How so? Like when, so I think for Asians particularly, like they really want an heir to their name. Like they want, like the traditional sense, like they want the firstborn son because he can continue on the name. Yeah. And when yeah. he was born, everyone was so happy. Like yeah. in Vietnam, they were obsessed with him. And yeah, I was, he was telling Hugh about this too. Like scion. And Hugh was like, yeah, they just grew up around me. Of course, they would be more happy to see me than you guys. Like they knew me, which I agree with. But it's also like because he had so much pressure on him is because he was the firstborn son. Yeah. On top of just being the firstborn <laughs> son, he was the firstborn son of the firstborn son like yeah so that's like a huge yeah. huge thing usually huge like thing. when you leave behind stuff like the firstborn son gets like the bigger cut and girls mm, they don't appreciate girls as much i would say i mean they yeah. they do like a girl like i want to say that it's it's not as bad but they're very happy when they get boys so if you were maggie born first do you think they would have been less happy yeah 100% they would be less happy. Yeah. I think the things I do now as a girl, I think I would I would be much more appreciated in my parents' eye if I was a boy. Okay, with that being said, let's move on to what would we do in each situation based on our birth order of being an only child, a, the youngest child, and the middle child. So question one, what would you do if your sibling ate a thing that you were saving? Wanda, what would you do? I think I would just be okay with it. It's happened so many times because my dad constantly eats my food without telling me. And so I've just learned to live with it. Nikki, what would you do? I think whenever I bring food home, I always offer it around the house first. Like I just, if I bring a snack home or something like that, bring chips, I'll, I'll offer, hey, you want some food first before I just save the rest of it for myself. So if at first they decline, and then later I see it, they eat it. It's it's more like I'm offended by the principle of you didn't want it before. Why do you want it now kind of thing? Um, if it's something small like a cookie, though, I don't care. Uh, yeah, I think when I was younger, it mattered to me a lot more. Like it was very rare back in the day for my mom to make like steak and fries. And when she brought it home and I'm like a slower eater compared to like my brothers. Um, so they would eat it all. I had like exactly five pieces of fries left. And I would call my mom crying, like, what the hell? Like, I didn't get any fries. Like, no one saved any for me. Um, I could count how many there are. And she was like, well, you, you got to eat fast. Like, got to eat fast. It's about survival. Yeah, it's survival and in this house. Eat fast or you don't eat. And how old um, were you? This was yesterday. Um, JK, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. I want to say a little too old to be crying my mom about fries. I think I might have been like it was either when we were in high school or like I was like high school. Like, you were definitely don't in high school. me like I that. Like, I've learned from it, and if I wanted to eat that cookie, I would have got like two. And I'm like, okay, this is good. Like whatever is left over on the counter is like leftover. What it is, like I'm not saving it. If I wanted it saved, I would have taken it already. Uh, yeah. Survival of the fittest. Next question: Would you buy alcohol for your sibling before they are of age? Wanda, would you buy it for your hypothetical sibling? Hell yeah, if they're responsible. What about you, Maggie. <laughs> would you? And I'm going to answer the question for her, yes. For legal reasons, no. I think it's like a, a, a perk of having like an older sibling. I think like it's your older sibling duty to 
buy alcohol but also supervise them like yeah yeah yeah. Like if you're um, because you know they're gonna drink no matter what, like better that you're around. These are more, I guess, juicier questions. So would you donate a kidney to your sibling? I would not. I mean <laughs> wait, okay. <laughs> I'll answer my own question. No. I would need to evaluate the situation. Like if it was like a life or death thing and I was like a perfect match and there was like no other options, like I'll consider it a bit more. If I like them. What about you guys? <laughs> you know, I just both give the same like what kind of thing. Um, I, wait, I think just wait, wait, back up. If you didn't like your sibling, you would not donate. Yeah, why would I want them? Why would I want to keep them alive? Okay, next question. <laughs> oh, okay, Nikki, what would you do? Of course, I would. R- regardless, not it's still family. Like, if I'm a perfect match, then sure, of course, I would do it it doesn't really come down to whether or not I like them. And if it was life threat, if it will help in any sort of way, I'll do it because life threatening or not, if it, you don't need to. Like I was saving it for like Taylor Swift, but like fine. In a perfect world, Taylor Swift has part of your kidney in her. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. And finally Taylor Swift will respond to Maggie's tweet in the same vein. Would you donate a kidney to your sibling's significant other? I would not. Well, you wouldn't even donate to your sibling. You think you'd donate it to your significant your sibling's significant other? Maybe. Maybe if I like them more than my sibling. <laughs> yeah. I think to some degree they're a little more separated from me. Uh it would it would really have to go down to how significant they are as the other. You know, is it like your your sibling's actual spouse, or is it just like a high the, school relationship that they have? Like the that's a little bit different. Or father of their children. I think I would, for the sake of the family, but... Ah, keep it in the family. I mean, also, I started keeping track of how many people I say I would die for. Uh, It's a lot. Yeah, so I guess, like, I'd have to donate a kidney at that point. If I said I would die for Chris Evans, then I guess I'd I'd have to donate a kidney, right? Um, Yeah, I think I would do it. Hey, Sarah, if you're listening... Uh, I heard Maggie's whole family is own egg. So if you need a kidney, there's a lot to choose from. Yeah, yep. you got me, Hugh, Nick. You got a options probably here. Dad, probably her mom, somewhere in the family. But you don't want my parents' kidney. That's not young. You want the young one. Would you do it for your cousin? Any cousin? <laughs> Depends on the cousin, I guess. It really does depend on the cousin. We have a lot of cousins in the family, and I'm going to be honest, I'm only really close to, like, one or two of them. I would potentially do if they would compete for my kidney. I'm going to, like, go under the knife and Whoa. give you my kidney. I want you to fight for me. I, I have multiple questions here. At this point, Next I'm wondering... Next question. No, 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 How many cousins are fighting for it? Does this run in the family? Is, like, kidney failure... Or well, I need problem? this kidney. <laughs> well, I need this kidney at some point in my life is, is more of the question now if they have to fight for it. Okay, so would you die for your sibling? I'm not going to give, like, a scenario of, like, how you're going to die. Like, but Someone breaks into your house. They have a gun. Yeah. They ask you, would you die for your sibling? <laughs> Let's say it's you see your sibling answer. in the middle of the road about to get hit by a car. You know that you can push them out of the way. Um, do you do it? But you will die if you do it. First question, what were you doing in the middle of the road? <laughs> you asshole. You deserved it. I would die for my sibling. This seems, um, I want a little bit more enthusiasm in your answer. 
I mean, like, if they're playing the middle of the road, like, they really shouldn't have. So, like, I want them to suffer with Survivor's okay. Guild. Okay, okay, let me Let me do a better scenario. This is this terrible. Is, this, is, this is why I didn't want to I want to save you. I want you to know that I'm the one who saved you. <laughs> yeah, I want you to pass my name. To, all your children's name will be Meg. Like, someone broke into your house and they're like, I have one bullet left. It's either Shoot for you. Shoot it at yourself. <laughs> uh, would you hang out with your sibling's ex? Yes, if they're good people. <laughs> do you do you see how this works i would not donate an organ to my sibling but i would hang out with their ex but like what if they've been together for like 10 years and like i've developed a friendship with them or like what if i was friends with them first and then they started dating them like okay wait 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 uh maggie what if you're like what if nick started dating your best friend and then they broke up would you stop talking to your best friend He's not allowed. I okay, mean, would you stop talking to your best friend though? I think you that once they start dating your like they start dating your sibling, they kind of change the relationship or the friendship. So yeah. they're just so you're not your best friend thing. anymore. You would yeah, wow. not just your friend anymore. Buddy. Okay, I guess the next question is gonna be like <laughs> a mute point then. Would you date your sibling's ex? Unfortunately, I am straight, so no. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm also straight, so I can't. You have a brother. Who's into some? I don't know. They're all they're all like 11 years older than me. There's there's I'm sorry. There's there's a difference in age Pop that on I would that not. Cougar train. What would it take for you to cut off contact with your sibling? Something pretty significant, I think. Yeah. Like they they legit like screwed me over and my mother and father. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They killed someone. Okay. okay, killing is a little too too drastic. Oh, I think it's uh, they like, <laughs> they mugged me. Can you imagine you're you you're walking in the, like the a dark hell? alley and you see your sibling pop out and you're like, oh hey Nick, and then Nick's like, give, give me, me your money. Give me your fucking money. They have to be like movie level villain. I think that's okay. I don't movie think movie level villain because there ah. are people that have just like so th- there's some. You would cut off it. like if you're Thor. And like your brother was Loki, would you cut off Loki after what happened in the Avengers? I mean, yeah, he's adopted. He's still a brother. <laughs> he's still uh, a brother. He, well, Thor put him in jail, so like, but like he, he didn't cut him off. Not like he gave him money. No, but cutting off like contact, not money. Oh, I mean, okay, mm, okay. What about like after uh, the first Thor movie? Would you have cut Loki off then? Yeah, probably. Well, he tried to didn't kill you. Want to? Like, you know he, funny? he tried to I save had, him too. I had this hypothetical question for my mom too. Like, if one of your kids killed someone, would you pay for their lawyer? Like, would you support them? Would you cut off contact? And she was like, "I would pay for their lawyer. I would help them out. Like, they're still my kid at the end of the day. Like, I still need to help them, even if they're guilty. I have to." And I was like, "Yo, what the hell? This is like some blind loyalty." No, because I think for <clears throat> if it, if it was actually like she knew they were guilty of it, that's a little bit different. But for no, mom, she I would think she, she would still have to support you. Fair enough, you know she takes her duties as a parent very seriously. The more you know, would you support? Would you support each other uh, if you knew that the other person killed someone? If I straight up asked them, they said yes, I killed someone. Then I'd be like, all right, no, I, no, it depends. Happy. Why was it self defense? No, it's like you Just murder. Yeah. Just straight up, I'm gonna kill. Cold blooded murder. Then it's like, hey man, yeah. why? 
if they told me that they didn't, I would believe them and try to help them. But if they they straight up said, yeah, I did it. I I killed that dude and I'll do it again. Like, I just, (laughs) I probably wouldn't help them. (laughs) What if they were like, what if all, like, it was very obvious. Like, they were caught on camera doing it. But then they were like, I didn't do it, man. Be like, man, lie better. What can we do here? I can't, I can't argue with hard evidence. Would you support them then? Even if, if they denied it? I still would. Um... Wait, who who did they kill? Taylor Swift. Why oh, did it God. Yeah, why does it matter? It's, it's someone's life. I would I would not support you if you killed Taylor Swift. Why would you do that to okay, me? Not Taylor Swift. What if it was Joe Johnson? Huh? Who's that? Exactly. <laughs> Just some what random strangers. A life is a life. I, okay, I I probably would. I would. To me, it's always about like why did you do it? Like I really want to find out like why. Like I I really like true crime stuff, so I think it, it'd be me like my documentary, me interviewing them. Let's say it doesn't matter. Let's say it's they were caught on camera in 4K. It's very obviously that they did it. They come to you and they're like, Maggie, I need help with my legal fees. I didn't do it. And what do you do, Mom? <laughs> Would you kill your sibling for an inheritance? No. How much? Uh, let's say a billion. But like, do I get caught? Not caught. Theoretically, no, you don't get caught. Like, you could get away with it. Do it. Is it hard to get away with? Does it really matter? What? You asked me a lot of hypotheticals. I'm allowed to ask okay. hypotheticals. Okay. No, you. It's not hard at all. You easily get away Extremely with it. Extremely easy. Like they're they're really sloppy. Like they, they just regularly go mountain climbing with no surveillance whatsoever. You could easily just like cut one of the ropes and be like. Yeah, they go accident, they go cold turkey for like a year of no connection, no yeah. internet connection. Yeah, I don't think I would be able I don't think a billion dollars is worth living with the PTSD of killing someone. Trillion. I can't spend that much money. Hundred billion. Okay, Nikki, would you do it? No, not at all. I don't I'm care about also, money enough to, to warrant that. Like, I care about money, but I don't want to kill because I don't wanna deal with the yeah, it's blood money at that point. Yeah. yeah. I, this isn't the plot to Lion King. Um, we <laughs> would not kill Mufasa. Thanks for joining us, Nick. Thank you for having me. Uh, if you like video games, streaming, whatnot, please come follow me twitch.tv slash torque underscore. Uh, if you like me here, you'll love me there. Or just, if you're watching this podcast, chances are you're not really my demographic, but please come follow me anyways. Okay, next up on our segment is guessing a celebrity's birth order. Um, this is another little game that we invented. Um, and Christina is a longtime listener for us, family friend, number one fan for us. Uh, we yeah. had her on this podcast to help us referee. Um, Christina, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Hello, my name is Christina. I am a huge fan of the show, probably a part time producer. I'm not a part time. No, please don't. She, no, she um, gives us a lot of advice. Um, she helps us out with like really cool marketing stuff. She is basically our part-time content producer. Just uh, sign me up. I, this is an honor <laughs> to be here. Okay, happy to have you on. Thank you for refereeing for us. Okay, so how it's going to work is Wanda and I are going to list some celebrities and we're going to guess what, what birth order they are and give our reasoning. And then Christina will give us the final answer. And she will also be keeping score of who wins. Um, I think I'm going to win because I think I have a good sense for these things. But uh, we'll, we'll see. Maggie also has more celebrity knowledge than the average person. So 
Yeah, so it took like a really long time for me to nail down this list, but Christina also knows a lot. Ready? So the first one is Robert Downey Jr. Wanda, what do you think he is? Like, it has to be, like, he has only child energy. Like, he's so, like, I guess pompous, I guess, like self-centered. Mm. Youngest child energy? Youngest child. I think it's youngest child. Only because his history uh, with, and I know I shouldn't be bringing this up, but his like drug history mm. in the past, he had a very troubled like past growing up. So I think it's because he has so much like pressure. Like you're not like your oldest brother. You're not like your dad. See Robert Downey Jr. See, I mean, but, I know the senior is the dad. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but when you see, the junior is always the oldest born child. Or this like a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so like he only has to have sis. Like it, he has to have sisters, right? Like that's the only way that would. No, I he think has... I. My my reasoning is bad, but I think it's youngest child. Okay, I think it's middle child. Going back to the whole, if you are a middle child, you either become a teacher or end up in prison. All right. So the answer is he is the younger sibling. He has an older sister named Allison. I thought it was an older brother, but damn it. Like he had to have a sister or something if he was like a, because he's Robert Downey Jr. So if he had an older brother, it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. The dad was like, (laughs) you know what? Fuck the older brother in particular. (laughs) I'm going to carry the name to the youngest brother. We're going to stop here. Damn. One Um, point for Maggie. Hey, okay. Next one. All right. Next up, we have Reese Witherspoon. Wanda, what do you think? Only child. I think she's I, responsible, leader, go-getter, everything an only child should be. I completely agree with that. I think she is an only child. And, like, I've seen her in interviews. Like, she's very energetic. Like, she seems like she is used to entertaining herself. And, like, she's just, like, so... She seems, like, very, like, self-oriented. Like, she has a lot of control over herself, like, responsibilities, so I agree. I think she is an only child. So you both are wrong. She is a younger sibling because she has an older brother named John. Wow. What's I've the age difference? I don't know, but must be huge. Looking at photos, it's it's pretty significantly. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Damn, I've never seen pictures of Reese Witherspoon with anybody like with like a sibling. So I always just thought that she was like an only child. Me too. Damn. Yeah, she does have that vibe. I get it. I get it. Next up, we got Aquafina. Oh my god, my girl. Um, Wanda, what do you think? Uh, the one child policy. I was just gonna say, I, <laughs> I agree. One child, only child. Yeah, only child. Damn, you both got that right. Just want to say, I do love Aquafina. I think mostly because she was like raised in New York too. She, like she, I, I don't know if it's maybe like the New York personality. But it's very much like, I'll do my own thing. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. she's specifically from Queens. So it's like, mm-hmm. you, you feel that Queens, vibe. That's the show. Yeah, that's right. I've not seen it, but I want to see it because I don't I got HBO. <laughs> Never stopped you before. Okay, next up is Steve Carell. Oh, okay, Wanda. <laughs> I went first last time. You okay. go first this uh, time. I think he's oldest. No tricky because he he kind of like has all of the traits mm-hmm. but i i think i think oldest i think he like if you look at his career it's like astounding like he has so much range i think he's used to taking on the responsibilities um and uh and he's entertaining 
oldest child? I think he's a middle child because he has like a large social circle and he is a peacemaker. All right. So both of you wrong again. <laughs> the millionth time. Um, he is the younger sibling. He's actually the youngest sibling of four brothers, Gregory, Timothy, and Michael. Wow. God damn, Steve. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. You're the most responsible <laughs> youngest child we know. <laughs> then again, if you really think about it, like Michael Scott, like maybe yeah. that's how Steve Carell really is. Yeah, maybe he wasn't playing as a <laughs> character after all. Maybe no. Steve Carell is the character. All right, next up is our queen, our Lord and Savior, Lizzo. Um, Maggie, you go first. Only oh, child. <laughs> oh no, I completely agree. I think she's an only child. She has I, badass energy, so yeah, it's very like I think the energy she has is very like I know what I want, I'm gonna yeah. get it. And it's very like put myself first. I think I it's vibe with only that. child. Yeah. Only child, yeah. All right, both of you are wrong. She's the younger sibling. So she has two older siblings named Vanessa and Mikey. I see it. Fun diagram. What's the Venn diagram? There's an overlap when it's like, I know what I want, gonna do what I want, younger sibling, I'll do what I want. Mm, fair. That's fair. God damn it. All right, we're on our last one, and it's Will Smith. I want to say middle child, because he's, like, very, same reason for Steve Carell, where he's, like, very, like, peaceful, and, like, oh, but then, like, the Fresh Prince days. Hmm. It's hard because it's like I've seen him grow up on TV, so now I don't know. <laughs> he was like very irresponsible, youngest child. But then, like, why didn't his brothers help him or sisters help him or anything? Hmm. I, yeah, this is this is tricky. I I also agree. I think he's somewhere in the middle. I think it's he can't be the oldest because he doesn't seem to be the. He seems responsible, but not like that responsible. But he seems the youngest, where it's like carefree. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if I say the same answer as you, then not like neither of us, we're either going to both win or both okay, lose. Okay, fine. I say, okay, should we be like really specific? Yeah. Yeah, be Wait. very specific. I think he's the second. Of what? But oh, still, yeah. you're just saying the same thing. He's a middle not, child. <laughs> not like he's the middle, but I think he, to be exact, he's the second. The so second child? Yes. I think he is. Uh, I want to like I think he's an only child because I've never seen pictures of his siblings before but then he's not but he's like is he responsible enough to be an only child so Maggie was right because she also had the sibling order right damn he, he I totally guessed so he has an older sister named Pamela and then two younger twin siblings named Harry and Ellen damn wow yeah Wow, so I actually did not know that at all. Wow. So kind of funny. I'm going to go on the fact that I said middle child first. You did. Copied yeah. me and I wanted to be different and I didn't want it to result in a tie. Yeah, yeah Wanda, okay, you sure. said you said the middle child and I was like, yes, like she's doing it. And then you said the French Prince thing and I was like, oh no, she, yeah, she's, she's like, overthinking it. Because with, <laughs> with the Fresh Prince, it was like if, because he will, like when back in the day, he got into like a lot of like trouble with like the IRS and stuff. And it's like, why didn't anyone help him? He did? Oh, yeah. Shit. He didn't pay his taxes. Oh, like, well. So... 
like he was broke when like the Fresh Prince people approached him to do the show about like him and then that's how he kind of like regained the money and the fame and everything mm. and promises to be more responsible next time. But like why didn't anyone help him? Or tell him to pay your taxes? Maybe it's like you you dug your own grave, my dude. Fix it. Okay. Sounds fair. like a new problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no one helps the middle child. Exactly. So true. <laughs> well, I guess Maggie is the official winner of birth order celebrity celebrity birth order trivia. I don't I, like. <laughs> I I am very creepy. I just know birth orders. I know celebrities. Uh, go me. Also, I have a lot to think about why I'm using this much brain space for this. <laughs> but also, uh, I is this a testament to that birth order doesn't really define personality, or is it just a testament that we don't really know celebrities that well? I think both. Question for our viewers. Do you think personality traits can be traced back to your birth order and vice versa? But let us know what you think. And let us know what else we should talk about too on the podcast. We are totally up to, open to suggestions. And if we like you enough, we'll invite you on our podcast. Thank you for having me. This is, guys, Thank this you. is the best day of my life. So yeah, that was our question to our viewers. Um, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to us on YouTube for the full effect. Also, uh, we released our BuzzFeed quiz. Um, so take that out. Figure out if you're a Maggie girl, a Wanda girl. What team are you? What would you do in our situation? Yeah, comment below. Apparently, I'm a Wanda girl after Yay. taking it, but I thought my whole life I was the Maggie girl. I would have thought you were a Maggie girl too. Yeah, I know, a, but we got a lot to reflect here. I, there, the only other person who was a Maggie was Jordan, which is like, <laughs> I guess I just yes. have only Maggies in my life. <laughs> she has only Maggies and also type O blood types. <laughs> So blood bags was what she was saying. Yes, it's uh, it's nice to know that you have people there who can just donate organs on a whim. Yeah, you won't donate it to us, but we will donate it to you I'm for sorry, the people pleasing. You know, I have a type. You want to be my Maggie? You just got to be <laughs> Oneg. You have to have all of your organs, and you have to be a people pleaser. That's it. Easy. Easy criteria. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm all of that and more. <laughs> We can we can talk afterwards to replace Maggie. <laughs> How many people are gonna replace me? It's an open job posting on LinkedIn. We, we got a big lineup. Salary is zero dollars, <laughs> by the way. Qualifications are very low. Well, thank you everyone for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.